War. War never changes. What's up, Wastelanders? Boys and girls, prepare to be astounded, bedazzled, and otherwise stupefied. <laughs> you talk a lot. Sound funny when you talk like a stupid human. <laughs> I am online once again. Tremble, world, before my electric heating coil of doom. <laughs> What's up, Wastelanders? Hello and welcome to Tapes from the Wastes, a Fallout fan podcast bringing you news, gameplay talk, discussions, and all things Fallout. I'm one of your hosts, KDB, and as always, later in this episode, you will hear from my co-host, Eric, aka Sulior. And I'm coming to you today for a bit of an impromptu reaction to the Xbox Showcase. So for our most recent episode, we did our showcase predictions. And if you have not listened to that, basically Eric and I just gave some thoughts on the stuff we'd like to see at the Xbox showcase in general. But of course, what stuff we wanted to see for Fallout as well. So the showcase has come and gone. I think I, if I was to give a general opinion of the whole thing, as an Xbox and gaming fan, I think it was pretty damn good. I think it was bookended really well. I think there was some good stuff throughout. There was things that were more interesting to me than weren't. Obviously, they opened strong with Fable. I'm not really a Fable player. I've dipped in and out of those games, but I thought the trailer that they showed looked really good. And yeah, there was lots of stuff. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about all those things today. Um, I think, you know, I've, I've sent a few tweets out and I think everybody online is kind of saying similar things that as far as this showcase season has gone, it's not been great, but Xbox have kind of come along and the bar was quite low to having a really great showcase and they've they've cleared that bar. And I think when it comes to Starfield, uh, they've cleared it quite phenomenally. So, uh, and I'm going to talk a bit more about Starfield in a minute because I have something very specific I need to uh, I need to tell you all about. Um, but before I get to that, so yeah, as a whole, great Xbox showcase, lots of great games that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, all coming to Game Pass is always, you know, the the bonus, the icing on the cake. But when it comes to Fallout, um, my predictions for the showcase were essentially. I wanted to see Fallout 76 get a showing and I wanted Xbox to make sure that Fallout 76 was talked about and showed off because it's a very strong game with a you know a strong player base as we all know and I didn't want it to be an afterthought. Um, I also said that I predicted or I hoped that we would see a uh, the drop of the Fallout 4 next-gen or current-gen upgrade, uh, which I realised after the podcast, like, I wasn't sure if it was officially announced. It had been officially announced by Bethesda in the past, um, and there's kind of not re- really been any news on it since. Um, and I believe they said it was supposed to be coming in 2023. So we're halfway through the year now, and there's no confirmation on exactly when it's coming. There's still plenty of time, but yeah. So I predicted that. And also, um, I predicted that there would be the trailer reveal for the Fallout TV show, uh, which we didn't get. Uh, so, 
the long and short of it is we got some Fallout 76 stuff, no news on the Fallout 4 next-gen upgrade, and nothing for the TV show. Now, going into the show, it was confirmed by Aaron Greenberg, the um, I think he's the VP of um, Xbox Marketing at Microsoft, I think. Um, and he was replying to people on Twitter, and he they were asking, you know, what's going to be seen, what can we expect, and he confirmed things like, it's all going to be in-game footage or in-engine footage, no CG trailers, uh, just some cutscenes and cinematics. And he also confirmed there'd be no movie trailers and no TV show trailers. He didn't say Fallout specifically, he just said no movie, no TV. So, the day before the show, um, it was confirmed that there would be no Fallout TV show trailer. Which was a bit disheartening and also a little surprising for me. Um, I know it's an Xbox games showcase so they're focusing on games and they want to do that and that's fine I just think there were a lot of eyes on this show and I know Sony took a lot of flack for showing a Gran Turismo trailer during their showcase and a lot of people were very upset about that um but that that was a trailer that was already out that you know the movie people had already seen things to do with it they'd already seen a trailer so it felt like to stick a trailer in your sony showcase was maybe taking time away uh, from stuff that we hadn't seen from new reveals so i think with the fallout tv show we've obviously seen nothing we've seen basically a single frame um and i think yeah i think it would have been perfectly fine to have it as part of the game's showcase or at least you know Maybe somewhere at the end, I don't know, well, maybe not at the end, because, you know, you want them to finish big, but um, there is an extended showcase today, and I'm recording, so I'm recording this on uh, Tuesday, 13th of June. There is an extended showcase at five o'clock today, and this podcast won't be out today, so I'm going to watch that, and if there is Fallout stuff on there, I might come back and do a little addendum to this recording, but I just, I found myself with a bit of free time, so I wanted to get the recording done. Um, So... Yeah, that it was confirmed there was going to be no Fallout TV show, and there wasn't. And I, yeah, I was surprised because because of the amount of viewers on there. I think, I, I think there probably would have been some people that would have been frustrated and annoyed. But the fact is, you know, Fallout is now a flagship um, IP for Xbox. They own Bethesda. They own Fallout, and as a showcase, this was an Xbox game showcase with no Halo, no Gears of War, and a very small part of Fallout 76. Now, there was some Elder Scrolls as well. So we got some Elder Scrolls online, and we did get Fallout 76. And I'm going to talk about the Fallout 76 stuff in a sec. Um, Because I'm assuming everybody listening to this has seen the showcase, or has at least heard the news about Fallout 76 and what's coming. But I'm going to go through that separately. But when it comes to the TV show, yeah, so this was an Xbox Games showcase with no Halo, no Gears of War, and no, you know, the, Fall, Fall, the Fallout TV show is kind of the next big thing coming for Fallout, so it was surprising to me that they didn't use this as an opportunity to get that, to get that out there. Now, obviously, as far as Bethesda goes... Starfield was a big part of this showcase. We had a trailer and then we had the Starfield Direct afterwards. So I can understand it from a 
marketing sense that they don't maybe want to flood everybody with stuff when they've got so much stuff to show off. Um, and there will potentially be, you know, a separate event or maybe maybe it's just an Amazon thing. Maybe Amazon are like, hey, no, we're doing... Amazon may be doing their own sh- showcase or, you know, a summer reveal of their upcoming shows and stuff like that. Um, you know, I see, you sometimes see people like... Uh, you know, platforms like HBO do like a, a sizzle reel of what's coming for the year. I haven't seen anything. I, th- I think I have seen something like that for Amazon and I'm pretty sure, uh, or I might be thinking of last year. I, I'm sure I'm imagining one that I've seen that had footage of the boys in, which is another TV show that I love on Amazon. So maybe Amazon are going to drop that in their own sizzle reel. I don't know if that was the way to do it. I think a lot of Fallout fans were watching this showcase and I think it would have been a good way to get them excited. Now, obviously, a lot of people are excited about lots of other stuff. And I'm not saying Xbox have lost anything by not showing the Fallout TV show trailer here. Um, I just really wanted to see it. <laughs> I am desperate to see it. And I thought, if you're not going to show it at this... If you weren't showing it at this showcase, I mean... Yeah, I don't know where. We have the Game Awards coming up at the end of the year. You could show it there, I suppose, but that's six months away. And, you know, in terms of the release of the Fallout TV show, we don't have anything yet. They're obviously in post-production stages. My assumed or presumed release date would be sort of early next year is when it comes to Amazon, like during the winter. Uh, I don't think TV shows generally launch during, like, summer periods, so it's definitely during the colder months when everyone's at home and needs something to watch. So I'm expecting a release first, certainly the first half of next year. If it's not going to be out the first half of next year, I don't know what's happening. Um, so it's kind of time for a trailer, you know, six months out. I think five to six months out, yeah, let's see something. And my worry now is that any trailer, when we do get a trailer, it's going to be something that not as many people are going to be watching and it might just get lost online. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being pessimistic and just sort of down, you know, downhearted about the whole thing. Uh, I was really, really expecting a Fallout TV show trailer. I thought this was the time to do it. There's a few other things I was expecting that we didn't get. Um, listen to the Gears Intel podcast for more thoughts on that. Go follow Gears Intel on Twitter for my Gears of War angle on things. But I'm not going to get into that here. Um But yeah, no Fallout TV show trailer, no Fallout 4 next-gen upgrade. Two big parts of the Fallout franchise we're expecting soon-ish, you know, soon or otherwise. And we got nothing. But what we did get, on a more positive note, was a look at, well, a very brief look at. We had a trailer in the classic Fallout style. They like to do this for some new content coming to Fallout 76. What a sight! A verdant wonderland of promise plucked from post-atomic blight. The fruit of years of prudent progress and determined reclamation and 15 million dwellers worth of keen imagination. From the heart of West Virginia to the depths of the pit. Well, we owe it all to Vault 76. 
No matter if you roam alone or spend your time with friends, you'll find a home in Appalachia where the good times never end. There are relics to uncover from a time before the war, along with loads of friendly folks to meet and enemies galore. Gadzooks, you're a natural kid. Let's get you back to looking dapper and get back on the grid. When you need a place to be yourself, well, that we can fix. Answer the call of all 76. Express yourself with clothing, muster arms, and expertise. Here you're free to live your life in any manner you please. And where, pray tell, will you store all that loot? Why, in a camp of your design. Let your dream home take root. Our world is always changing. Greater foes are overthrown as we embark on expeditions into thrilling new unknowns. Yes, from Appalachian settlements to Nuka World on tour. You're never short on things to do or places to explore. Think you've seen it all, eh? Well, how about this? Pack your bags for an escape of Epicurean bliss. Put your rad shield on and fix your hair up pretty because we're headed for the boardwalk of Atlantic City. Press your luck at the casinos. Let the good times roll. There's no telling what new treasures this beach haven will hold. So there you have it. Now you know. There's a million ways to make the wasteland your waste home. And when you hear adventure calling, when you're looking for some kicks, answer the call of Vault. Answer the call of Vault. Answer the call of Vault 76. Play it now with Xbox Game Pass. So for those that don't know, uh, there was a trailer with a new song and some animation uh, with, you know, the, all the characters, the, the Fallout characters, the Vault Boy and stuff that you're used to seeing, um, which was great. I absolutely loved this. And when the trailer started, I did a huge smile appeared on my face. I, I kind of I made myself very clear on the last episode that they Fallout 76 had to be shown at this show for as I've said it's very strong it's still got the player base let's give it the props that it deserves and give it the airtime that it deserves and it got it it got some um I would have liked to have seen a little bit more but I thought the trailer was classic you know Bethesda Fallout style um yeah I I'm not complaining uh I'm not complaining about the reveal what I might have some uh, complaints about <laughs> is about what it is we're actually getting so yeah I'm just going to read the news article now from the Fallout website for those that don't know. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're well aware, but let's recap. So, uh, from fallout76.com or fallout.bethesda.net, we have Answer the Call with a new expedition coming soon to Fallout 76. Since its debut in 2018, the post-nuclear wastes of Appalachia and Fallout 76 have become home for over 15 million players. But wait, there's still more on the horizon. Prepare for high rollers and higher stakes when Fallout 76 embarks players on an all-new expedition to Atlantic City, coming soon for all players. With so many ways to play, you too can answer the call of 76. Answer the call. Hmm, that's used by another franchise. Tweet me if you can guess and I'll give you some points. With years of enhancement and over-the-top events, Bethesda Game Studios' evolving wasteland offers exciting expeditions, run-ins with locals of all sizes and radiation levels social interactions with players and NPCs uh, alike and so much more experience Fallout 76 today on PS4 Xbox etc 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 yeah follow us on social media but that's it that's that's all we got details wise it is an expedition um yeah 
If you are a listener of the show, you will know my opinions on this. I will recap. Uh, Expeditions are not for me. They are incredibly well made. I say the expedition that we've got um, was incredibly well made. While I was playing it, you know, you could. It was a substantial content update in terms of the new locations and the few new characters that we got, the way that they transformed uh, the White Springs and everything. Yeah, the, the, the sort of new mechanics they put in with, with everything that goes into an expedition. It basically, uh, daily ops turned up to 11. You know, that's kind of what it is. Um, I'm not a massive fan of daily ops. Uh, I've maybe done three in my entire history of playing Fallout 76, which might come as a shock to some of you. But, you know, this this... It kind of t- gives you some sense of the breadth of this game and what Fallout 76 offers in terms of content. There's content that's not going to be for everybody. There's lots of stuff in there that I love and I still play and I like to st- I like to still play. But as I've made clear, with Expeditions, it's you can play it solo, but that's kind of n- not a bad... It's not that it's a bad idea, it's just a non-efficient way to play it. Um, and it can be a struggle. I remember the first time trying to play uh, the expedition. What was it called? Sorry, I'm blanking now. Um, it was it was um, uh, the pit. Sorry, the pit. That's right. Um, so I remember the first time I was trying to play it. I just got absolutely slaughtered. It was so difficult. Which you know I'm not complaining about difficulty, but I was a bit confused as to why it was so difficult. And then I kind of realised more as I went on that okay, yeah. It's a group thing. It's aimed at group players. It's aimed at multiplayer. It's aimed at you know people who are squatting up, and everyone's fulfilling their role. You know this is not a new thing that games do. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's basically like doing a raid on Destiny, right? Um, it's this sort of thing. Um, and yeah, that's just not how I play Fallout. It's not how I play Fallout seventy six. I am. I've definitely played with other people and had, you know, sort of splashes of squatting up with people here and there, but 95% of my time with that game is by myself, you know, carving out my own journey. I'm very much a lone wolf, uh, as it were, and that's how I love to play it. So as a content update, the expedition, sorry, and that's how I like to play it. Um, so as a content update, the expedition was just, yeah, not for me. So to hear that Atlantic City, although love the trailer, love the the style is there, everything you could want from, you know, the Fallout tone, it's all there. There was a few screenshots as well. Well, not screenshots. There was a few shots of the, um, you know, of the new location in, uh, in the trailer. And, uh, I've just loaded up, um... Uh, at the Miss Atomic on Twitter, um, go follow them. Uh, they shared some of the screenshots on their account as well. So we have got a look at it. And if you, if I'm looking at these screenshots here, there's one that's sort of set at night. There's three characters walking along what looks like um, a boardwalk, which I guess. So this is New Jersey, right? Atlantic City. Um, yeah. So they're walking along a boardwalk. Uh, they're in a casino, which. Sorry, my phone is just going off and interrupting my recording. Let's silence this. There we go. Yeah, they're in a, a casino called Quentino's. Um, and the fourth screenshot here 
looks to be just a ghoul, like an outline of a ghoul. Um, well, or the new, I guess, a new enemy, a variation on a ghoul, or something that we're going to get. Um, yeah, the locations look nice. You know, I love the sort of style. The casino looks fun, and hopefully, there's sort of more you can do in there. This the screenshot shows people. You know, there's people at the bar. There's people on the stools playing slot machines. So it's almost as if they've got time to stop and do something. The other screenshot seems to show people dancing or somebody cheering while others kind of writhe in pain, maybe. <laughs> it's hard to tell from this from this image. But as a new location, it looks great. But when it comes to the mechanics of an expedition and the gameplay, yeah, I I will definitely play it. I will definitely check it out, see everything that it's got to offer as much as I can. But this is not something that I'm going to be playing on repeat, grinding out those rewards and stuff. It just, yeah, it's... It's not for me. If it is for you, that's fantastic. And I know there's lots of people out there who have very close-knit groups of squads and, you know, families in Fallout 76. I see it. I see it a lot. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Um, Eric actually plays a lot more online with other people than I do. And that's awesome to see as well. I know he gets a lot out of it. But yeah, I just, in terms of lining up, this is just, it's so difficult these days as an adult, right? You have to line up your schedule with other people. You know, I, I barely am able to line up myself with people in, you know, out in the real world, let alone doing it, doing it on a game. Um, so yeah, I, I can rarely sync up with people and get myself into a squad that would play an expedition properly. So I just don't do it. Um, but it's awesome if you do. I'm very, very happy for you. I'm sure you are pleased with it. But for me, I would have preferred a... Um, I would have preferred a story update. Now, obviously, the expedition comes with a bit of story and new characters. Of course it does. But it's very peripheral. It's very kind of thin on the ground. It's not necessarily a story quest line. It's a, it's a story built around the idea of an expedition and you know what you're supposed to do for an expedition rather than something like steel rain steel rain steel dawn the brotherhood of steel update that we got for me that was awesome and that also felt like the beginning of something it felt like the beginning of more it was like right we could get more of this for fallout 76 and that was two years ago now yeah I'm sure it was. It wasn't last year, right? It was it the year before, um, or at least it, it wrapped, maybe wrapped up at the start of last year. We're 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 far removed now from that update. Um, yeah, I'd love. I was kind of expecting the next one to maybe be more story focused. Um, I have been running a poll on the Tapes from the Waste Twitter account. It's still running at the moment. By the time this podcast goes up, um, it won't be. But currently, so I basically said, what's everyone's initial reactions to the announcement of the Atlantic City expedition in Fallout 76? Um, listeners to the show will be aware that expeditions aren't really in my bag, but I'm still interested to see the work that's gone into it. Vote below. And the options I gave were, yay, I love expeditions. And the second one is, I'll check it out. And the third is, I'd prefer story focused. And currently in the lead with 50% of the votes is, I'd prefer story focused. Um, this is only this is only 18 votes for now, I should say. We have a very modest Twitter audience. You know, our podcast listening audience is superb. And thank you, as always, for listening. If you're on Twitter and you're not following us, please do come and follow us at TFTWpod. You can also follow us on YouTube as well. There's the plugs out the way. Um, 
Yeah, so of the few people that responded, they're in the same sort of boat. They would prefer a more story-focused update. And that's stuff that I know Bethesda can do, that they can do so, so well. Um, so it's fine. I, I don't want to come off as like a really negative person. I, I, I love and appreciate. And as I said in my tweet, I'm so interested to see the work that's gone into it. That's the one thing I noticed about the pit. You could see all the hard work that's gone into it. And and I remember when Eric and I reviewed it, we talked about that a lot. I have to give huge kudos to the teams. Like, yeah, it's great. Unfortunately, it just doesn't tap into exactly what I'm looking for. So, yeah, I sort of go and play something else. I, it's fine. You know, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of life left in the game yet. Um, but essentially, I'm very, very pleased that Fallout 76 was shown at the showcase. I've listened to quite a few other content creators' reviews of the showcase and their reactions. Most of the ones I've listened to um, outside of the Fallout 76 at Fallout community, they're not really interested. You know, Fallout 76 has its niche player base. I'm, I don't see it growing exponentially really from now on. I think it's what it's got. It's going to kind of float around that for the next few years before it maybe drifts off unless some huge drastic updates come. You know, Elder Scrolls Online is still going with huge strong updates always coming. Uh, I think it has a slightly larger player base than 76, but still, um, it's great to see that this content is coming. And it's free. That's the other thing. Like, you know, what's there? How can you complain? It's a free update. So I'm not complaining. I'm just bearing my soul to you, you know? <laughs> I'm very happy for you if you're excited about the expedition. I am excited that Fallout 76 is getting new content. So pleased for the franchise just it's content that I'm probably going to play once and then not play again which you know it's fine I'm uh, I, I'm happy with that <laughs> I would just uh, really really hope that in the future we're not done with those more quest lines uh, story quest line focused updates you know there's so much potential there there was rumors obviously long time ago are we going to get a map extension a new map with the you know I feel like I, I want to hope and dream that that's in the future I feel like now that we've got a second expedition, it's probably not. And any new content and story updates we're getting are going to be locked to the map. And expeditions are going to be the way that we go outside the map. And cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, I just if we're gonna be if we're gonna stick around in Appalachia, let's get some story quest lines in there. Please, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Hello listeners, KDB here from the future of when I was doing this recording. As mentioned, I said I was going to watch the extended showcase uh, for the Xbox Game Showcase, which I did. There wasn't a whole lot of Fallout news there uh, on top of stuff we didn't already get, apart from uh, the uh, the launch trailer for uh, Once in a Blue Moon, which is the new season, the new season update, which arrives to Fallout 76 on June the 20th. When that does launch, Eric and I will do... Uh, a bigger discussion on that. But yes, so no Fallout TV show trailer, no next-gen upgrade, I'm afraid. But Once in a Blue Moon is on the way. So yeah, all in all, a nice little showing for Fallout 76. Would have loved to have seen more at the showcase, but that's not what we got. So, And I promise I am going to hand it over to Eric soon, and he's going to give you his thoughts on the showcase too. Onwards and upwards, still plenty of cool stuff to come. Which brings me to my next talking point. 
Now, I'm sure if you're like me, um, you saw that Starfield Direct and new Starfield trailer and your jaw hit the floor. Starfield, I think we just need to talk about it for a few minutes because obviously it's the new Bethesda IP. The reason we don't have a Fallout 5 yet is, uh, yeah, they've been very busy on this game and Elder Scrolls 6 and stuff. So Starfield is very much in the same kind of pantheon of all the things that I enjoy and that, you know, lots of us do here as Fallout fans. Um, So, yeah, if you're like me, your jaw would have hit the floor on multiple occasions watching that direct. I'm not going to go through everything about it now um, because I'm going to have another place to do that very soon. Um, But before I say what that is, so the Starfield Direct I thought was amazing. I thought it's for a game that I definitely had hype for. I still had a lot of questions. I still was wondering, are they going to be able to pull this off? You know, what does this mean? What's all these things? Is it just a no man's no man's sky turned up to 11 and all this kind of thing? I think the Starfield Direct answered all of my questions and left me just gasping for more and wanting to play the game. I was blown away by that and yeah, I'm so, so excited to see more and play more. And I'm excited that it's really not long. We're a couple of months away. Um, or three months away, right? What, is, what are we now? June, July, August. Yeah, we've got we're all, almost three months away. So Starfield, it looked amazing. Um, and this is kind of a turning point because it looked so amazing that, um, that Eric, my trusty co-host, decided that he wanted to start a Starfield podcast. And I already am part of lots of podcasts. My time (laughs) is stretched very thin. But you know what? I thought, what the hell? So I'm joining Eric for this journey. And it's gone from him deciding to do a Starfield podcast by himself to, hey, we already do tapes. Let's just take what we do for tapes and do it for Starfield as well. So Yes, breaking news from us is, and eagle-eyed people will have already seen this on Twitter, because there is a Twitter account for the podcast already. There is a Starfield podcast coming from Eric and I called the Starfield Sandwich Podcast, or Starfield Sandwich, I suppose is the abbreviated way to say it. So yes, Starfield Sandwich is coming very, very soon. Our first episode is going to be talking more about our reactions to the showcase, our hopes for... Starfield when it finally arrives and then eventually obviously in the future we're going to be talking more and more about gameplay and lore and just just everything Starfield okay check check mic check one two you may have heard a little jump in audio quality or sound quality I've had to quickly change to a different room my uh, wife and son came home as I was recording so yes what was I saying so the podcast is going to talk everything Starfield now yeah, there's lots of other Starfield podcasts out there. Uh, there's obviously room for everybody. We we just want to share our excitement and hype. I think Eric and I have been messaging each other, both feeling very similar things. We're both so, so hyped for Starfield. And we want a place to talk about that more. So, yeah, I'm going to be putting links in the description. The first episode should be out... Well, we... It's going to be out this week, you know, hopefully by this weekend. So 
either by the time this episode is out or soon after, a few days after. Um, and we're just going to do it. We're just going to see where it goes. We have a sort of very, very loose plan for the first episode and such. And yeah, we're just going to crack on. So come and join us for that. Come and help us develop the show. Let us know what you want to hear. And yeah, get involved. You can follow the Twitter account. We're going to have a YouTube account as well. Basically going to do everything we do for tapes for the most part. Try to do that for Starfield. But, you know, maybe try some new things as well. We're both really excited for the game. And it's certainly going to be taking up a lot of my time when it comes out. Um, Yeah, and we're looking forward to talking about it more. So stay tuned for the first episode where I'm really going to get into my thoughts on Starfield. Okay, I am going to stop talking about Starfield now because obviously we're going to be doing that more on the new show. Uh, What I am going to do is hand over to Eric for his thoughts on the showcase and some other stuff. And I will be back at the end for the outro. So take it away, Eric. Over to you. Thank you so much, Kelsey. So, yeah, as he mentioned, we are going to be launching a Starfield podcast, kind of similar to this one, very soon. Uh, It's called The Starfield Sandwich. So, um, yeah, there is a Twitter that's up right now. It's at StarSandPod. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, You might have seen it already. So, yeah, I'm not really going to talk about the starfield part of that direct although or the the showcase although i will say that uh craig seckler's adoring fan uh from oblivion coming back in this that popped me so much um yeah i about cheered uh when i saw that so yeah i'm mainly going to be talking about the rest of the direct but before we get to that i do need to give an update on a lot of the things that i have been doing lately and uh, my cat apparently wants to say hi so yeah as he kind of mentioned i have been getting in and playing 76 with some other people lately not a ton uh but i have done a couple of elgato pub events um i don't remember if i mentioned the catfight nights um in the last episode because i think that was still on the horizon but it hadn't happened yet or it was going to be happening very soon um when that last episode aired so um if you are familiar with the elgato pub they do what are called catfight nights um although this apparently is going to be the last uh, tournament that she's putting on but, um, yeah, I had attended a couple of these in person, at least a couple of these. Um, I'd been in the audience, but I'd never participated in one. So, um, Shreds uh, put out, you know, the feelers to see who is interested in participating. And, you know, I, I watched the PC fights um, in person um the week before the xbox ones took place and uh jess and i were kind of talking about it a little bit and she was like hey do you think you'd be able to do this there's still a couple of spots open and i was like yeah i'd love to but i don't know if i'm going to be able to make it in time and you know we just kind of were like yeah okay that's fine you know it would have been cool but um you know what it's all good but I said something to Shreds about it, and she's like, dude, 
yes, I'm putting you down. Um, just uh, be here as soon as you can. So that gave me like two or three days to prepare for this. So um, if you're not familiar with what these are, these are uh, boxing matches in 76. So her camp has a ring set up. There's a bunch of uh, fences and there's uh, bloody mattresses uh, laid down for the mat. And you have to be, you can't have anything that would give you an advantage. So no armor, no clothes. Uh, yeah, you're, you're in your skivvies. And you, there are certain perk cards that are banned. Um, just anything that will give you an advantage. No marsupial, no, um, no mutations of any kind. Yeah, yeah, basically anything. And it's best of, and somebody has to win seven rounds. So these can go on for a while. So yeah, I um, played around with my perk cards a little bit. Uh, Jess, uh, Jessica Starr, uh, kind of. Uh, advised me on what some of the good ones are um, like i said there are some banned perks also that you can't use um so i took on kaiju kittens who i am familiar with i met her through watching some of jess's united wastelander streams and you know we, we've become friends too and um she had a little bit of experience so uh, the other problem with <laughs> my build was um, I never thought that I'd be doing something like this, so I'd scrapped a lot of the perk cards that didn't uh, pertain to what my uh, main build is. So I did have some that I could that were um, relevant to a bot, like an unarmed build, but a lot of the ones that were relevant, I wasn't able to max out. So she did win. Um, she is definitely a skilled fighter. Uh, props to you, Kaiju Kittens. And I can't wait to see your fights in the fall. I think it's September. I can't remember. So, um, yeah, definitely definitely check out uh, El Gato Pub. Um, they, uh, Shreds has built a great community, um, as has United Wastelanders. One thing that was kind of embarrassing about that particular event, though, was right before my fight, um, Jessica Havoc, who is a pro wrestler for Impact Wrestling, uh, had just come in with a raid. She's part of the Fallout community, and she's actually participated in uh, Claw Bras before, but she... <laughs> could just come in with a raid to see me get my ass handed to me. So, uh, Jessica Havoc, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I let you down. But you know what? Very happy for Kaiju Kittens, and like I said, I can't wait to see the fight in the fall. The other event that I took place in, and this was actually just this past weekend as I'm recording this, was um, I don't know exactly what the name of this uh, event is called, but they basically just going around, uh, they go around nuking trash camps. So, um, I had just gotten home and I, uh, started watching the stream and I realized it was on Xbox. And so, you know what? Um, let me, let me hop in here and I can at least run around while this is going on. But then they were looking for another camp to nuke. And I'm like, you know what? What the hell? So I offered mine up to get nuked, uh, just 
just for the fun of it, you know. So I was in the chat uh, talking to them while they all started showing up at my camp. And um, <laughs> they were all um, hanging around my hot tub. And I'd completely forgotten that I did this, but um, when the Apple Bobber came out, a lot of people were putting them in their hot tub if they had one. Um, because, <laughs> because if somebody is in the hot tub and another person gets in and activates the Apple Bobber, um, let's just say it looks a little more than a little suggestive. Um, and you know what? I, I did that and I completely forgot that I did. <clears throat> but um, as soon as Jess uh, goes over to my hot tub, she's like, uh, Eric, why the hell is an Apple Bobber in your hot tub? I'm like, oh shit, um, is it? I, I, like I said, honestly, I forgot. I, I put it in there, and I never go into my own hot tub um, alone because that's just kind of sad. But, um, and I never have company, so I never even thought to look. Um, but yeah, everybody was hanging around my hot tub, and I was like, you know what? Why this is kind of hard to just text. Um, when, when I'm there, it's kind of stupid. So I'm like, um, can I join the, the voice chat? And um, nobody really responded at first. So, you know, I was just like, eh, okay, well, that's that's fine. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of uh, mentioned something about it again. And I think it was Shreds, Jess, and Barley all were like, dude, why the hell are you asking? Yes, please. Uh, don't you just do it. Um here's here's the thing um this is uh, a little personal but most uh, if not all of my school years i was basically treated like an outcast um that's just how it was that's what i'm used to and it, it's not like that really so much anymore i don't really view myself as that anymore um i'm more involved in things than ever but that part of your brain that tells you that you are it, it's very very hard to turn that off so i've always kind of got that in the back of my mind like you know what i'm kind of an outsider they you know if they if they want to include me great if not that's that's totally fine no hard feelings but yeah they, they were just like dude why the hell are you asking jump on in um so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all just hanging around, having a good time, having a pool party. Um, I've also got the, the Nuka-Cola trampoline. People were having fun on that. And, yeah, my, uh, you know, uh, XO1 King from the Modus Files stopped by. Um, he had no idea who the hell I was. He was only there to see Jess. But um, I got to meet him, you know, and we, we all had a good chat afterward um, after my place got nuked. It was really funny because there was also a, a random guy just running around trying to warn us about the incoming nuke. And we're like, yeah, yeah we know. It, it, it's planned. It's all good, dude. Um, and he, <laughs> he was nice enough to go around repairing all my shit afterward, um, at least as much as he could. Um, so yeah um again thank you to um shreds with the elgato pub and of course uh, jessica star and barley is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet um so thank you barley if you're listening to this you're you're an awesome dude um 
glad I get to hang out with you guys. So that um, has been all of my social activities in Fallout. Um, the other thing that I really want to talk to you guys about is the fact that I went to the recent uh, Comic-Con here in Des Moines. And my cat just really loves to make his presence felt. So, um, yeah, I, of course, was a part of Fallout for Hope, you know, raising money for um, the longest day uh, Alzheimer's charity. And, you know, I got to, I've got gotten to chat with Wes Johnson a couple of times in the, um, the priest, like the kickoff um, group cha- uh, voice chat, uh, voice call thing with uh, him. And uh, this year, um, I got to also talk to Mike Rosin and uh, Craig Seckler, who apparently doesn't know how Discord works. It was really funny uh, seeing him struggle with that. But I had told Wes that I was going to be there um, for Comic-Con because he was one of the guests that was there. And he was like, okay, cool. You know, what do you look like? I just see your little Funko um, icon. So, um, and you know, leading up to uh, Comic-Con, I was also uh, tweeting about it, uh, talking about how excited I was. He actually... um, looked at one of my pictures that I posted from my trip to Indy to see family and uh, liked one of my pictures. So, you know, he, he was looking for me. So I was there as a volunteer. I was helping with uh, registration. So I was um, standing waiting to let people in, and Wes walked by, and I'm like, hey, Wes, how's it going? And he walked over, gave me a hug, uh, took a picture with me, um, told me to come by his booth later on, and, um, yeah, I also got some time to go around and meet some of the other people. I got to meet Troy Baker, who, you know, asked what my name was, shook my hand. Uh, super awesome dude. Uh, I got to meet um, Ralph, um, sorry, Raphael Sabarge, who is Caden Alenko in Mass Effect. He's also Cartha Nassi in Knights of the Old Republic. And then he also played Jiminy Cricket in Once Upon a Time, which is another show that I really enjoyed. Um, got to meet, uh, Sean Waltman and Kevin Nash. For those of you who are wrestling fans, I got to talk to both of them. They're also super nice dudes. Uh, talked to Kevin Nash more than Sean Waltman. And he's, he's just the most chill down to earth guy you'll meet. Very interested in chatting about politics, but you know, that was cool. Um, the headliner was Tom Kenny, who is, of course, Spongebob. I got to take a, a candid shot of him um, from a little ways away. Uh, the Power Rangers, uh, the Pink Ranger, and the uh, Blue Ranger were there. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson and David Yost. David, I'm not going to really talk about David Yost. He was kind of a douche. But um, Amy Jo Johnson's line, of course, was out the ass because every boy had a crush on her, uh, myself included, back in the day. Um, didn't get to meet them, but, you know, yeah, Amy Jo Johnson's line was always ridiculously long. Uh, Jim Cummings was there, who's, of course, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Darkwing Duck, Taz, uh, from Tasmania, the Tasmanian Devil. I never actually saw him there, but I know he was there, because I've seen pictures of him there. Uh, but yeah, I went back and, uh, chatted with Wes again, um, while I was on a break, and he took pictures with me in Shea Gorath uh, regalia. Uh, if you've seen me, you've probably seen the pictures on social media. 
really awesome dude. Um, I also got to be there for his panel. And here, here's how Wes Johnson did. He actually went to dinner with other people who were there at the panel, um, just you know, fans of his, who wanted to show him the town um, when he wasn't busy doing the con. Awesome guy. I can't say enough nice things about Wes Johnson. Uh, he didn't have to take a picture with me. Like, he could have charged me 40, 50 bucks, but he didn't. Uh, I mean, he knew I was a part of Fallout for Hope, but still, he, you know. Um, he also gave me a signed photo, uh, signed a little postcard looking thing with all, a bunch of the characters that he's voiced on there. Awesome dude. Um, definitely want to do Comic Con again next year. Anyway, um,. Yeah, that has been uh, everything I've been up to since the uh, last episode. So I'll give my uh, thoughts here on the con. I'll make them quick because I'm already running a little long here. Um, I, I just can't get over how good the showcase was. Um, when you're starting out with Fable as the curtain jerker or you know the, the opener, if you will, um, you know that it's going to be a hell of a show. Um, and yeah... Fable, very glad to see that. Star Wars Outlaws. Um, 33 Immortals was kind of a, a couch co-op a game by the people who made Spiritfarer. Um, pretty much all of these are going to be on Game Pass. I was really glad to see Avowed. Um, a lot of people were kind of shitting on Avowed, but I think that the people who watched the more in-depth look at it during the extension, uh, the showcase extension that actually took place today as I'm recording this Tuesday... Um, the 13th, um, hopefully that, um, kind of silenced them a little bit. I'm looking forward to Avowed. Uh, Sea of Thieves, Monkey Island, that looks pretty fun. Um, there's a Microsoft Flight Simulator that's coming out next year that has a Dune expansion where you can fly planes from Dune. That looks cool. Really happy to see Hellblade 2. I loved the first one. Um, there's a game called Like a Dragon. This trailer was really fucking weird um some naked dude shows up on a beach some naked japanese dude uh running around um a lot of uh, <laughs> shots where they're just kind of um missing his dick that was that was weird um you know i don't know why necrom was shown so much because it's already out for pc uh, it comes out in a week as I'm recording this for console, but I guess they're just trying to get more people on it. Um, a lot of Persona shown. Um, yeah, I, uh, not a whole lot. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Phantom Liberty DLC. I'm really excited for that. Although that comes out a week after, or no, six days after Starfield comes out. So I'll probably uh, wait on that. Um, I was able to upgrade my Xbox to a Series S, and right after I do that, they announce a new Series S with a terabyte of space. That kind of pissed me off, but, you know, what can you do? Um, City Skylines 2, that's coming out uh, next, you know, that, that, you know, glad about that. Um, <laughs> one that I was actually really kind of excited about was uh, Clockwork Revolution. That looks really cool. I'm really excited to see that. And I don't know why my cat's being so loud. Um, okay, so let's get to Fallout 76. Um, Atlantic City. As Kelsey mentioned, um, I think I called them 
um, daily ops on steroids expeditions. Yeah, this is another expedition, and I I, I don't know. Um, I think expeditions are fine for what they are. Um, I, I'm glad that they aren't based on a time limit. Like you, the reward tiers are based on completing it within a certain time. Um, I'm glad they did that, but the problem is, is you still get people who gatekeep. Um, I have been victim to this. Um, I had a guy kick me from the team as I was running to the vertebra that was leaving uh, because he thought that I didn't contribute enough. Um, but yeah, I, I think expeditions are fine for what they are. If you're on a team with people you know, then great. Um, but if you're on the team with a bunch of randoms, um, you, you could very well run into that. Um, I'm excited to see. I, I, I will definitely try it. Um, hopefully I'll be on a team with people I know, but Atlantic city. Um, I don't think that we've seen New Jersey in a fallout game before. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we've seen New Jersey in a fallout game before. So it'll be really cool to see what that's like. I know a lot of people are comparing it to, or they're, they're basically saying they're trying to give us new Vegas in fallout 76. If they are fine. You know what? I don't. I don't really see a problem with that. Um, it, granted, New Jersey isn't a desert, guys. Um, <laughs> just saying. So yeah, I I'm excited to see it. I will try it. And then they, you know, they they said during the, uh, I don't know if they said this yesterday or when the, in the main showcase or if they said this in the extension, but it's coming out next year. Um, we're in June right now. Next year is still half a year away at the very earliest for when they're going to launch this. Um, so yeah, I, it, it, we've still got a lot of time before it comes out. Um, I'm sure they're going to show us more before that happens. And then in the extended uh, showcase that took place today, as I'm recording this, they announced that next week is when we're getting the new season. So uh, we're getting the new cryptids, uh, the Ogwa. I, <laughs> I actually know how to pronounce that now. Um, I, we were all kind of uh, wondering how to pronounce that. We thought maybe it was Agua, Agua. Um, yeah, it's Ogwa. Um and then the Blue Devil, um, we're getting some outfits that kind of go along with this. And then the um, scoreboard is kind of Hollywood-themed, which is kind of cool, um, like movie-making uh, things. So I am looking forward to that. Um, I am a little sad that my scorecation is going to be over because I'm playing so much of other things these days. I'm still playing Redfall. I'm, I think I'm up level to level 13 or 14. Um not really going to go into the story, but I am still enjoying Redfall, um, playing some other games, playing a hell of a lot of Fallout 4. Um, check out the YouTube if you're wanting to see some of my gameplay. I'm streaming it at least um, once or twice a week um, at twitch.tv slash Sulior. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, that is about it as far as... Um, what I've been doing, um, the my thoughts on the showcase. 
again, I thought the showcase was awesome. Um, for thoughts on the Starfield part of the showcase, definitely check out the new um, Starfield Sandwich podcast. Uh, that hopefully will be out very, very soon, within a week or so. Um, as I'm recording this, uh, we're gonna we're hoping to get the episode launched sooner rather than later. Um, until then, check out the Twitter page uh, at Star Sand Pod. And um, yeah, I'm going to turn this back over to Kelsey. Um, hope to see you all in Fallout 76. Uh, definitely look me up. I like I said, I'm I'm trying to play with people a little bit more uh, lately. Not only am I playing with the uh, Elgato Pub crew once in a while, I'm also sometimes running around with the Modus Files crew. So uh, check the check out the Modus Files also as well. Season two is coming to an end soon. I am. Um, Definitely, I'm, I've been a few characters now in this show. So, all right. Like I said, I'm going to hand this back over to Kelsey, and I will see you all in the wasteland. Thank you so much to Eric. As always, great to hear your thoughts, and looking forward to working on the new show with you. But as for Fallout... Tapes isn't going anywhere. Tapes from the Waste is here to stay. There's going to be lots to talk about coming up. I keep talking about the TV show, as I've said. I'm very excited to start deep diving into that. This will basically become a Fallout TV show podcast when that show launches, for a little bit anyway. So I'm very excited for that. And yes, come and check out our other shows as well. As I've said, you can follow Gears Intel on Twitter, uh, my Two Carrots podcast, the stuff I do for First Aid Spray, and then Eric also has Tamrielic Adventures and the Nintendo podcast as well for Elder Scrolls and Nintendo stuff. All the links are in the description, as always. Thank you for listening to me ramble on today in my reaction to the showcase. We'll be back again very soon. Until then, stay safe out there, Wanderers.